And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 46. Not sure if there's going to be a 47, but thank you for joining. And today we have a great episode for you guys. We're going to dive in, talk about coaching a lot more than we have been in the past. We have a quote of the week. We have the coach's comment, and it's just going to be an overall great episode. If it's your first time here, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining. Be sure to subscribe. And if you're a loyal a loyal listener, been following since day one, or maybe, you know, episode 25, be sure to share this podcast with another uh, coach, another gym owner, another cheer parent, share it with someone. And, uh, you know, let's, let's reach the world. So, um, you know, before we get into all that, we got to bring in our resident cheer mom. You guys love her. I love her. Don't be less when you can be more. Brittany Moore, how's life? Life is fabulous. Every podcast I say life is great. But Jason, I'm making some changes in my life. Um, we are going on week three of me going to the gym at 5 a.m. Uh, boot camp, as you want to call it. So, you know, getting up at 4.15 in the morning kickstarting my day and let me tell you i feel so much better i'm very sore but that is my new uh shebang to let everybody know that i'm making life changes there we go on the grind on the that's what i like to hear be more on the grind working out i need to you know i need to make some changes in my life not really but it i um not talking about cheerleading now but i hurt my shoulder working out like two months ago maybe and Mm -hmm. I've been like man and I went back and my shoulder still hurt and I I, you know it was Christmas break you know it was Thanksgiving then Christmas and I was kind of like all right well maybe I'll just give it some time off and so I basically took off all of December and all of January now and and actually did literally did some push-ups this morning my shoulder feels feels good so you know I might be back at it again on um good on monday but yeah my shoulder like really really hurt so anyway so i'm gonna be back on the grind as well but yeah here we are up early in the a.m doing our pod before the day so um yeah let's uh let's get into oh b i did tell you this because i told i talked about this last time on the podcast like well i can't tell you yet so like Let's wait until next week and then I can tell you. So it's nothing too crazy. Like I said, it wasn't going to be anything too crazy, but we are talking about competing and like what, why teams need to compete and like, you know, Hey, you know, we had a youth three team and we took them junior three and we had, you know, this team would compete in this division if there was no one in their division. So that, that is actually happening this week as we head into jams. So we're going to jams and we never take our prep teams to jams we typically keep our prep teams local so that families don't have to get a hotel and so i know for our non-california listener even our california listeners might not even know visalia because i had no idea where visalia was until i moved to bakersfield but 
you know, we had events in Visalia and Fresno and, and Bakersfield, mm-hmm. right? And so we would take our prep program to these, you know, pretty local events. But after the, the pandemic, you know, Visalia is no longer an <laughs> uh, event. Fresno is no longer an event. So it's like, dude, where do we take the prep teams? And there was like no one in the surrounding area. So we were like, you know what? Let's take them to, to Jam. So we're going to Vegas with Jam. So we're going to Vegas with Jams, which is a big trip for everyone. And, you know, the first time we're taking prep to like a big event like this, right? So they're going and, you know, the team list came out and it's like, hey, there's no other tiny prep teams in our division. No, t- Are there any mini preps? Yeah, there's, there's mini preps. All right, let's go minis then. So um, our tiny prep team is going mini prep this weekend at Jam. So we'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, you know, head to head competition. Let's go. Yeah. So they go out yeah. there, nail their routine, and you know, we'll see what happens. But you know, it's a big jump from tinies and minis for sure. Like yeah. kids are a lot, you know, more. You know, they have a lot more function going on. Yep. You know, you know that age group, and so you know, we will see what happens. So, but yeah, so we're taking we're taking tinies to um, compete at Jams Nationals as a mini team so that was that um little thing that i couldn't tell you last week but anyway you ready to hop into i want to hop into the quote of the week are you ready for the quote of the week i am ready yes so actually i'm gonna preface the quote of the week with something i was um I've been thinking back about, no, we'll start with the quote of the week. We will start, actually, no, we'll start, I'll start here. I was going (laughs) through my Instagram and, you know, just looking at old photos and videos and I came across like old posts from the show, right? Those little clips that we do, you know, the little promos. And I was going back across some of the early ones and like a lot of them were like really focused on like coaching, like like, hey, you know, as a coach, you should do this. And, you know, it's a kind of coach advice, like coach to coach, you should kind of do this or, or you know, these things. And I kind of felt like it was kind of coach centric, um, or at least those couple of posts I saw. I was like, you know, I felt like we might have gotten away from that a little bit. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So I wanted to have like a more coach centric podcast today and kind of talk to coaches and just, you know. I don't know. We'll see where we, you know how this podcast is. We go, we hop from here to here to there to there. So, yeah. but at least right now, I want to start off talking about, you know, kind of coaching. So if you're a coach out there, again, share this with another coach, another gym owner. Um, if you're a parent, you know, maybe share it with a coach, but don't like, Hey, I think you need to hear this. <laughs> don't offend your coach. Right. But, yeah. um, to send it to another cheer mom, you can send it to another cheer mom, right? Another cheer dad. So anyway, Let's get to the quote of the week, and I'm going to wrap all this in together. So, quote of the week is by Charlie Tremendous Jones. Pretty cool name. Um, You will be the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. Say it louder for the people in the back. Here we go. You will be the same person in in five years as you are today. Except for the people you meet and the books you read. Again, that's Charlie Tremendous Jones. So, you know, and it's very true. You know, we're we're generally the same people. And the only thing that really changes us are the people that we hang around. And, you know, new people give us give us new perspectives. 
um, and they can either build us up or tear us down. And then obviously we read new books and those give us new perspectives and new ideas and make us think differently. Right. And so I think about like the type of coach I've been, I've, it, it's crazy how much books have had an impact on the coach that I am today and the coach that I used to be. And, and I kind of figured out some of the mistakes I have made recently that made me go, man, like I should have done it like this. And, and I see it's kind of, you know, hindsight is always 2020. And so I like to walk you through some of my, where I've been and kind of what we're focusing on now. Uh, what I'm focusing on now as a coach, what we've been focusing on as a program um, more recently and, you know, ha- kind of how we got off the beaten path and on the path that we're on and things. Anyway, is that cool with you, B? Yeah, I would love to hear. All right. So story time with Jason. Ooh. So this is a segment within a segment. We have quarter of the week and now it's story time with Jason. So here we go. <laughs> Guys, I found out this new thing on this app we're using to record the the podcast. So um, please, um, if you would like to hear the story, please give me a round of applause. Thank you. You're too kind. You're too kind. You're too kind. You're ready. I was waiting to use that. I was like, I got to use it sometime. So, and if I tell a good joke, please believe you're going to get that. that Here we go. So anyway. Um, so when I first got to American or we first got to American, we, we, I was super big coach wooden fan. I still am a really big coach wooden fan. I read like every coach wooden book that there was and, you know, just love reading them and coach wooden, for those of you who don't know, UCLA basketball coach, uh, 60s, 70s. And, you know, they went on, you know, they won like eight national championships in 10 years, like three undefeated seasons, really good, but he was really big on like character and building up like the athletes that he had like building up the person and not necessarily the athlete and he was that was like that was his thing and so when i read his books i was really big on that like building up the person and you know he has this pyramid of success and it talks about uh first words industriousness which is hard work and proper planning and enthusiasm right you have to enjoy what you're doing and friendship and loyalty and all these different things, right? And it's really about building up the person. And I was super big on that. And that's what we did, right? And so when we first got to American, we journaled like right away. Like maybe a couple of weeks in, I made sure everyone had their journal. And we were journaling right away. And we would go through the pyramid. And we really spent a lot of time that summer or that year, really. But that summer, especially during the summer, like building up the type of people and program that we wanted to be. And we did that for, you know, several years. It eventually started journaling later. We started journaling in August, but you know, so we do the summer and then we start journaling in August and talking about Coach Wooden. And then it's gotten like pushed um, further and further out. And I think the last two years we started journaling in January. Like, oh, we'll start journaling once we get back from Christmas break, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I ever stopped being a fan of Coach Wooden or I don't believe in those things anymore. They've always been like super embedded in me, but we didn't emphasize them as much as a program anymore, right? And, you know, kids are always changing. And we had new kids every year. 
and kids are always changing and they and the kids obviously need the constant reminder of of what we do at American. Now, again, super big on Coach Wooden. And that's always been kind of like my style of coaching. Like I want to get the kids to work hard and be motivated and just, you know, give it their all. There's a, a another good quote that says like a like a, a blind hog will find an acorn if it searches long enough, right? Um, basically, you know, if you work hard enough, you'll eventually like find success. And that's always like, kind of been like it more tilted towards that style of coaching where if I can get kids to work hard and be motivated and really be good people, then we will be able to be better athletes. And, you know, and we had some good success, right? Yeah. I'd like to say we had good success. We won our fair share of competitions and, you know, it was great. I read another book eventually. And and all the books I was reading were all about that kind of motivational character. I read another book eventually that talked about how to really build skills, right? So we have hard skills and soft skills, right? So before I was really emphasizing the soft skills and I read another book that really talked about how to build like hard skills, like how to build like great athletes and fell in love with it. It was great. And I read that book in the middle of a season. I read that book in the middle of the 2018 season. And so I started implementing some of these things we did that in that 2018 season. Start implementing some of these things I learned from that book in the middle of our 2018 season. And we go and I see like a big difference in our routines. Like I see a big difference in the way we execute routines. And I'm like, wow, like that really makes a difference. Like the things that we're doing. And so I was like, this is awesome. And I, I remember thinking like, we need to start in that year. Um, specifically, I can't remember what, what place Blue got that year. But Jay Black got fourth, Senior Black. So Junior 3 got fourth and um, Senior Black got second at Summit. And shout out to Junior White and Senior White who both won Summit that year. But I didn't, I didn't coach them. So, <laughs> so shout out to Christina and Trayvon. But so the next, I'm like, dude, we're going to start this even earlier next season. Like, you know, I now have this knowledge. I see how big of a difference it made. If we would have done this sooner, if we would have started this at the beginning of the season, we would have had, right, really good success. I can see how much better we would have been. So that year we go. And we still build, you know, we're still really Coach Wooden, character, focus, building up the people. But we have this other newfound, and we have a lot of returners, right? Tons of returners that already know kind of who we are as American. And then we change the style of my actual how to coach physical skills. And that year, we were great. We were great, right? Jay Black wins Summit. Senior Black wins Summit. Great year, um, just right. These two championships, and I'm like, there we, and the routines were phenomenal, right? And so I'm like, I'm a new subscriber to this. New subscriber. This is this is how we're doing things. 2020 happens, um, which was still a good year. Um, the year got cut short. Obviously, that was pandemic. Year get cut mm-hmm. short. We get cut short right after NCA. 
but both senior red, so senior four and senior black both win NCA that year. Season gets cut. Come back the next year. Um, now we're into summer practices where we only practice once a week. This is the year we push um, journals back all the way till, you know, it's not the year, but it's one of the years. Journals don't start until January. So we're only practicing once a week during the summer. We don't start journaling until January. And we're and and by this time we have a you know, new kids are in the program. It's not the same old kids that we've had since the beginning, right? So new kids are in the program. And we don't emphasize, you know, that character anymore. Being a great person is really what mm-hmm. builds success, you know? And um and I remember last year talking about like the struggles that we were having um, with teams, right? And specifically with senior red, like we're having like these struggles. And I remember like saying like, but don't worry, you know, we're, we're turning a corner. We're going to hit the home, you know, we're going to hit the, the we're going to go on a tear this last part of the season, you know, but it never, yeah. and we would have like, we would have, we, it was kind of roller coaster. We'd have like spurts where we were really good. And we, we were being that team we wanted to be. And then we would just go, you know, then we'd have like a down, you know, week or two or whatever. And we just weren't being that team. And, you know, it's hard for me to like figure it out, like what was going on. And so, you know, we go through, we had, we, we started off, you know, I felt like started off strong again this season, like in the summer, like in the early stages of the summer, but eventually mm-hmm. I felt like we hit some more rough patches I'm like, man, I just can't figure this out. Like, what's going on? We're we're just not being that team that we used to be. Like, we're not being that team we used to be. So, anyway, it's actually crazy how this these two things coincided. J Red, which is a lot of the same kids from Senior Red, but mm-hmm. it's basically the same team except for a few new kids. But we have a heart to heart one day. Um. I have a heart to heart and I say, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with as a coach. Um, and I'd love to hear what you guys are struggling with, you know, on the team. Cause you know, it's just like bad kind of tension in the air. Yeah. And they go and they, you know, they share their heart. Hey, this is, you know, this is what I feel. And we, I mean, we spent literally the whole practice. So they practice six thirty to nine. We spent the whole practice. We went six thirty to nine thirty that night and didn't do a single back handspring, a single tuck, a single lib. We talked the entire time. We went over score sheets at first because we just got done with um, GSSA. Mm-hmm. And um, talked score sheets at first. And then, but I, I was like, we really got to get on the same page. And so that's when we talked. And we talked until 9.30 at night. And that we really, really, really turned a car. I felt like we turned a new leaf and we were on the same page. At that same time, I went and... I happened to spend the night at a friend's house. And my friend has is a coach. And what's well, a it's a friend and her husband. So I'm gonna say she, but I'm gonna be like, why do you spend the night at a girl's house? Ashley and Joey were there as well. <laughs> Scandalous, Jason. So <laughs> Ashley and I and Joey go spend the night at another couple's house. They have a books they're cooking in the morning for us. There's a book, not a bookshop, but they have like books kind of stacked up and it looks all, you know, fancy, right? Mm-hmm. But they have all these books. And every time I go to someone's house, I see books. I just look on the shelf and see, you know, what they're reading. But I saw this other book and opened it up. And I'm just thumbing through it, right? 
And I'm like, man, it's really good. It's like a coaching. It is a coaching book. Coaching book, but talks about building up, you know, character. Now, so this seems pretty interesting. Just read like one uh, page of it. it. Seemed pretty interesting. Like, hey, can I borrow this book? Sure. We had a two-hour ride, three-hour ride, three-hour ride back home. And Ashley does not, or Ashley likes to drive because she gets car sick. So I was sitting in the back with Joey. So literally the whole way home, I just read this book. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this book is awesome. And it's talking about building up character. And it said it was so great. The book talked about or talks about, you know, character is what drives the process and process produce results. And I always and have always been a big firm believer that process is is what drives results. But it said there's a step before process, character. And here's what I took from the book. It doesn't say this, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but it said it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are if right if your kids don't have character they won't follow through with it, right? So character is hard work. Character is um, enthusiasm. Character is resiliency, right? If the kids don't have character, it doesn't matter how good of a coach I am if they, if we have lazy kids on the team. If laziness is a part of our culture, it doesn't matter how what the game plan is because lazy people don't execute anything. Right, and I'm talking about execution as backhands. I mean, they just don't follow through with whatever's going on. If you have selfish kids on the team, it doesn't matter what the culture, you know, what the the game plan is that day. You won't have kids who are willing to sacrifice sacrifice for the betterment of the team, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's been the problem. We were super big on on the type of people we were going to be when we first got here, right? Because I'm filling my head with Coach Wooden books, right? And these type of character books. I read another book on culture, like really big on these things. And it's not that I forgot about them because I 100% still believe in them. But when I read different books, I started implementing different things and I stopped focusing on the character, right? And I really fell in love with how great our routines looked. Like execution, I'm like, wow, these routines look phenomenal. I love these routines. And stopped emphasizing the character. And when I stopped emphasizing character, right, our culture of we're going to be hard workers or we're going to be selfless or we're going to be, um, again, resilient or courageous or whatever, that went by the wayside. That happened and we're like, because, you know, I told this to, to Jay Red, I was like, none of us ever thought like this year or last year was senior red. I was I'll, actually when I told this to Jay Red about senior red last year. I was like last year we never felt that our our skills were off. We always felt that we had great skills, that we were we had super talent. The talent or the what was off about practice is we didn't have good chemistry with each other, right? Our chemistry mm-hmm. as people were off. And we need to get back to focusing on building up people so that has been that has been great because we have now right we've brought back journals and we've really been emphasizing the type of people we want to be because obviously if we want to be obviously if our kids are hard workers they're going to be better cheerleaders 
if they have mm-hmm. courage, they're going to be better. You know, I told you this, you asked me a couple of times, like, Hey, um, how long does it take to get a back handspring? I can't remember the second time I, you asked, but, um, or what you said, but we're talking about tumbling. And I said, well, yeah. kids that are brave tend to get skills quicker than kids who are, you know, scared, right? It's just, it mm-hmm. is what it is. It's not necessarily that they're more talented. It's just a kid who has less fear, who has more, who's braver, more courageous, they'll get skills faster, right? And and that's true, but that's a character quality, not a not a physical trait, right? And so we got to work on being brave and courageous. We got to work on being resilient. We got to work on being um, hard workers, enthusiastic, positive, um, you know, all those different things that build up the person. And when we build up the person, then we're able to go and have, you know, really good practices and able to get kind of the results that we want. So been really pleased with how how we've gotten on the same page. And it's really, I truly feel like we are now on the same. The other day we we're practicing, we had extra practice um, over this past weekend. And we're, we got back to conditioning the way we used to do and, you know, all these things that we used to do, right? And they're conditioning, they're, we're working hard, right? Kids are sweating. But I saw kids working hard, sweating and having fun the way we used to have fun, right? Like they're sweating, working hard, and then building the pyramid, right? And I I remember I stopped them and said, this is what we used to be, right? Like this is what we used to be. Hard workers, sweating at practice, working hard, like being a team, like kids are challenged, like they're being competitive, right? Kids are trying to sprint and beat the other kid, right? And we have the whole team sprinting not just like kind of jogging and honestly nothing changed with practice plans really like practice is still scheduled the same as it used to be but now that we've had a big focus on how to build up character or like building up the person that you want to be like do you want to be a hard worker or do you want to be lazy like who's the person you want to be do you want to be a coward or do you want to be courageous uh do you want to let your setbacks um, stop you or do you want to be able to bounce back from those things right so do you want to be a negative nelly or do you want to be a positive person right and you know through our sport every single day teaches you that you get a choice to make about the person you want to be and so anyway it's just crazy I think that's oh yeah great go ahead. like getting back to your roots of who like what you know you could still implement the things that changed when you saw like the phenomenal routines, but sometimes it's always so much better to go back to your roots and, you know, you think that you might lose a couple of things because you've made some changes, but, you know, just getting back to your roots is always great to regroup, start fresh and just get going from there. Yeah. And it, it really, ha- and it's, it's great. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty, and it's so I talked to a parent about this and I didn't explain it nearly as in depth as I did just now, but I basically said, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just saw kind of the, how I, I saw that my focus shifted here a little bit. And, you know, and I was just, you know, I saw that my focus shifted and that how that kind of changed our practices, the kind of unintended consequences. Like I didn't know. It's not like I would have mm-hmm. asked for, Hey, you know, do you want this type of culture? 
no, I didn't really realize I was, I didn't realize that was a sacrifice I was going to be making when I focused on, you know, this, right? And I remember him saying like, well, you know, it's not black and white. It's always moving, right? The kids change and you change, like, and, and things are always changing. And so you don't know, it's not black and white that you can do it the same way every single year, because I'm trying to evolve as a person, as a coach. And as mm-hmm. I evolved as a person, as a coach, again, I said this like just now, but unintended consequences, I found this that worked better. Like, okay, this makes me a really good, this made me a lot better skills coach. And I didn't balance that with the character coach that I used to be. Right. And so, yeah. you know, about finding that, that balance or implementing them, together so they work together to like you know have kind of the you know the best of both worlds but anyway that was the i don't know the quote of the week and all that stuff so again this could be a coach centric podcast um so again if you're new welcome share this with someone and wherever you saw this you know if you saw it on facebook or something hit the like button and and let's go so I got, we have two more segments. So I think I'm going to, I have a new segment that I want to uh, introduce me. Okay. Are you ready? I'm always ready, for, I'm always ready for it. All right. So this is cheer A to Z. <laughs> cheer I'm really A to Z. I'm curious to know what this is. Dude, I'm this, going in blind. This is a good one. This is, I really like this. So as you know, I speak at coaches conferences. Mm-hmm. I've done several, so I have my little all my presentations. Oh, so if you're a coach or an owner, you want to bring me to your gym to do a coach's training, feel free. I will come out and do coaches trainings as well. All of the coaches I train are very all the gyms I, I work with are are very, very pleased. So holla at your boy. You can DM me at Jason Larkins on Instagram. Also, if you just want to talk to Brittany, you can DM her. <laughs> Model cheer mom. Just kidding. Model, <laughs> model cheer. That's actually really good. Here's how you'd be a, a great cheer mom, right? <laughs> at be more triple underscore. You can use that to send in any questions that you guys want for um the the uh, question of the week, which we don't have a question of the week this week. Not that we don't have a question of the week, but we're not doing a question of the week. Anyway, here we go. So I, I do uh coaches conferences and you know coaches trainings, and one of the one of the presentations I do is called Cheer A to Z. So I go through the alphabet and I just give you a coaching tip that, you know, that begins with that letter A and, and not, but B can't remember what B is C can't remember what C is, whatever bad examples D dance, right? I only remember dance E execution, right? And so I go through and, you know, go A to Z. That's a whole class. We're not going to go through A to Z right now, but I thought it'd be cool if every so often that we did one of the letters and, you know, it just became a regular segment, at least for the, you know, for 26 weeks or so. So here we go. Let's start with the letter A. Sound good, B? (laughs) Yeah, I'm taking notes. So are you? (laughs) It is actually good. It's really good for coaching, but this is good for anytime you need to talk to someone in general. So might be good. This would be good for parents. So uh, maybe I could throw one in. (laughs) Use the word, so A, first one. If you're ready to hear the letter A, please let me know out there. Okay, okay, okay. Settle down, people. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Oh. oh my. 
That was a 36 second clip. <laughs> that was, I was, I was uh, like, oh, it's going to be like five seconds. <laughs> I looked down 36 seconds. We were not going to do that for 36 seconds. Anyway, here we go. Letter A. And use the word and and not but. So here's how we typically um, conversation goes. Hey, Susie, bring it in. You are such a great stunter. You're, you're one of the best stunters we have in this program. But your tumbling just stinks. If you would just work on your tumbling a little bit, we could, you know, you might be able to be on the world's team. But you really got to work on that, right? And so when we use the word but, the sentence is going um, one direction. Did it you? Not really a joke. Uh, but the, the sentence is going one direction, right? It's really positive. You are a really good uh, stunter. But when I say but, we know the sentence is going to come back the other direction. So it basically negates everything that we just said at the top. Yeah. When you use the word and, it continues the sentence in the same direction. So we go, Susie, you are such a great stunter. And if you work just as hard at stunting as you or just as hard at tumbling as you do with stunting then i could see you on our world's team next year and she's like oh yeah there, there we go so we see how the, the sentence stays a lot more positive in that same direction instead of using but where you're, you're like that you didn't actually mean anything you said before there you just wanted to kind of soften the, the blow right so yeah there is um our first a to z coach tip use the word and and not but and you can use that at home with your kids you guys get such get grades and if you did if you worked just as hard on them dishes or that bedroom best kids (laughs) in the world i like that that i never really thought about it until you said that uh and it really makes sense uh because you're right when you hear that word but you're like he was doing, I was doing so good. And now I'm not that I'm, I'm going to try to use that. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it gets hard and you start to predict it, right? You go, these people talk to you like, Brittany, you're doing such a great job on the podcast. And I pause and you go, and then you fill it in, but and I'm like, but you know, right. So yeah, use the word and, and it's like, you know, it keeps going. And, and there you go. But it does take a while because we're so used to saying but there. Mm-hmm. So it takes a while to actually like really think about your like to really program it into your brain to use it that way. But, you know, yeah, it's good. Worth a try. It, like it's that. definitely worth a try. All right, guys. You ready to get into this coach's comment? Yeah, but. um <laughs> Yes, I am totally ready. <laughs> Y'all need to stop me on this little keypad thing. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. If you're ready for the coach, jump roll, please, for the coach's comment. We have lost. 20% of our listeners today just on yeah, this they're like, thing. what? What is going on here? All right, guys. <laughs> I won't use it anymore. All right, here we go. Coach's comment. So if you're new to the program, Coach's comment is where I see a comment on uh, a coach's comment, like on one of my Facebook 
coaches groups or one of my Facebook or one of my band coaches groups and, you know, decide that I want to comment on it and, you know, talk about it on the show and give you kind of my opinion on that particular show. There was one this morning that I was like, oh, I need to hop in on that, but, or I need to talk about that on the show. Maybe I'll talk about it next week, but I was already kind of set on this one. So we're going to go with this one. Um, but I saw, you've seen those things on Facebook where it says, like, one has to go. And it's like McDonald's, Arby's, Chick-fil-A, KFC, right? And you got to, you know, yeah. pick one has to go forever. Anyway, I saw one of those on my coach's page, pages, and it gave us four options. No bad officials, right? So I'm guessing that means, like, no bad judging. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure who else qualifies as an official. I guess anyone who just works, like, at a competition, maybe. But I just took it as as judging. Oh, you know what? This probably wasn't made by the person who posted it. Now I think about it. They probably took this like from another sports page. Like they probably had another parent who posted this who was in a different sport. And they just mean like referees. So anyway, that makes more sense. So I am going to take it as no bad judging, no parent complaints, no bad admins or board members, or no bad performance days. So I got to pick one of them has to go forever. Or if I had, if I got to choose which one, which one would I want? No bad officials, no parent complaints, no bad admins or board members, no bad performances. Um, I, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, I can confidently say this isn't even a contest. It would easily be no parent complaints. Easily, yeah, it's not even a contest. (laughs) They shouldn't put the other ones up there, right? It actually didn't matter what they put up there because there's gonna be no parent complaints. Um, although, (laughs) I knew it. I was, oh, I just wanted to say it, but I just waited. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, man, it's the you know, and there's so many. Here, here we go. Now Jason goes on his rant. Um, bad. I don't think I know a lot of people complain about the score sheet, the score sheet, and or the judging, which are two different things. I know people complain about the score sheet and or the judging a lot. Um, but it happens. And again, I think for the most part, the score sheet does its job as far as. Um, figuring out who the best team was, right? Yeah. They they put them in order of who the best team or what the best performance was that day, right? Or that weekend. Is it perfect? I don't think it's perfect. And they do make mistakes. They are human. But yeah. n- nothing – I know that a lot of the industry is enraged about scores, but I'm not typically enraged about scores in general. I think that it's a pretty – I think it's a pretty decent system. Um, with humans that are behind it. And so there's going to be mistakes made, but it doesn't happen enough where I went. That's the number one thing. Um, no bad, no bad admins or board members. Um, no bad performance. And I want to compare all these to no parent complaints. Uh, bad officials. So, so bad judging. We have, let's say 10 competitions, which I don't think we even have 10, but let's say you have 10 competitions a year. Um, that's 10 competitions a year. And the typically you get a couple of 
bad scores a year. Just a few. It's not like I get a bunch of – it's not like every competition I go to, I feel like the judging is egregious, right? So mm-hmm. 10 competitions. You get a couple of bad scores a year. So, you know, it ruins one or two competitions. Ah, that kind of stuff, right? No bad admins, no board members. Uh, we are a big gym. We're probably – on average, I'm guessing that our gym is, as a whole, at American, American Kids Sports Center, AKSE.com, is bigger than your gym, unless you're at a super huge gym. But we have, as far as our gym is concerned, AKSE.com, or American Kids Sports Center, we're like 3,000 kids. Um, and I'm just guessing that's more <laughs> than whoever's listening to this right now. I mean, I guess there's other gyms that have more than that, but we're a big program. Which means we have a lot of staff and, you know, it's, I think there's nine of us on, in cheer. Plus we have some people at the front desk, right? We have four people on rotation at the front, four or five people rotation at the front desk. Um, you know, and, and the other directors I work with. And so, you know, that is a total of, as far as admin is concerned, it's, I don't know, 30 people. If we include admin at the gym plus cheer staff, I'm going 30 people, but it's not really that. I mean, it's only 30 people. Bad performance days. Again, there's about 10 competitions, give or take. Um, you know, two-day competition. It's really not. But when we think about and – the, and there's an end to the season, right? Performances for us, maybe for you, start in October – and go until May. So it's, what is that, six, seven months, seven months? Yeah. Parent complaints. For us, we have 250 athletes in cheer. Mm-hmm. That means we have 500 parents. We have 1,000 grandparents. And our season is year-round. That means I get parent complaints from day one, all the way into day hundred or day three hundred and sixty-five, and they complain about everything. Doesn't matter what we do. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know, they complain about what team they're on, what team they're not on, what time their practice is, what practice lo- or what location their practice is at, um, what color their bow is. Right? I get all this. Our hairstyle that we're using, the competitions we're going to, the competitions we're not going to. Where their daughter is in the routine. Why this kid's in the routine. Why this kid isn't in the routine. Why we got that choreography. Why, you know, whatever. That's on. That's when the teams look great. <laughs> you know? Heaven yeah. forbid a team has a bad weekend, right? Um, you know, we're going to do this. But you did this, you know? And just, I mean, it's non-stop. So... I just don't understand. I promise you. It's easy. This is, it wasn't even a question. No bad officials, no bad admins, no parent complaints, no bad performances. It's, it's, no, it's no parent complaints every day of the week, twice on Sundays. So I'm going to go off on a little tangent, I guess. <laughs> and real quick, real I quick, just... real quick. Before you go off on your tangent, real quick, I do want to say this. Okay. I am 100% okay if parents, if something happens where you're like, hey, we need to talk about this. Oh, yeah, let's talk. I'm okay Mm -hmm. if, you know, 
when like something went wrong, you're like, I really, I'm, what I'm really talking about is like irrational. One just complaining, just to complain. Yeah. Um, or just like letting every thought that goes through your head typed out into an email, right? Like mm-hmm. with like zero filter and like zero, again, we'll just say zero filter. And just like yeah. not every thought that goes through your head needs to be typed out in an email, right? So, you know, and we get that more often than than you, or I get I get that more often than I'd like, right? We're just like, mm-hmm. you just word vomit into an email and then you're like, all right, you know, so, but, you know, people have, you know, but things go wrong. You know, if we hold the kids 40 minutes over at practice, right? Hey, Jason, you know, that was kind of late. Can we just try to get them out on time next time or whatever, right? Hey, I told you, my fault. I should have sent an email. I should have done this. Hey, Jason, the comp schedule changed again it's kind of seems that like it's kind of kind of becoming a pattern like can we, can we you know but to have emails that are just you know novels of, yeah of you know just little things where i go i don't, I don't know it seemed kind of small to me so anyway go ahead well i'm gonna try to um have not, a filter not let every thought go through your head <laughs> Yeah, not let every thought go through my head. I have, so I have, I have a mute thing. button just in case. Uh, Brittany, I'm not <laughs> sure what happened. We just lost your <laughs> the connection dropped. I'm not sure what happened, B. I am by no means a perfect cheer mom whatsoever. I'm not. I I have my own thoughts, my own comments about things. But here is where I am in my life with cheerleading. When we first moved from prep to all-star, I had surrounded myself not knowing with a couple of parents that were nothing but gossipers. They always complained. They always talked about other children. They always talked about other parents. They talked about the things that, and it was more so just one parent. Um, They talked about the things that you as coaches did um, that they didn't like you know, all these like derogatory, negative, just bring you down type of things. And one of my very amazing good cheer mom friends, from the very beginning, she said, Brittany, no, we're, we're not dealing with her. We're, we, that She's too much. And I didn't really realize it until, you know, the season was almost over. And I just had like a come to Jesus thought or awakening or something that made me realize that all these little things are nonsense. Like there's no reason to get upset at all these things. And in my life right now, this is where I'm at. You sign your children up for a sport. Okay. We have a packet for cheer at our gym that explains everything that explains if there is an extra, and I, at the beginning, was very fearful of it, because I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, at some point, you may be subject to an additional extra practice fee. I have never had to pay an additional extra practice fee, but it's in there just in case it ever happens. Um, 
it's in there that what, these are what our fees are. It's in there uh, around about our competitions that, you know, maybe not specific competitions, but areas that we go to. Um, it is in there that practices could run longer. Um, <laughs> 99% of the things that go on at our gym are in our packet. Do I heavily fine tooth comb read through them? No, I don't because this is what I'm signing my daughters up for. I am not the one that gets paid to pick out their uniforms or their hairstyles or their bows or their practice times. But don't sign your kid up for something if you're not fully invested in it. I mean, how many times, I mean, maybe not how many times, but one time I emailed you and was like, hey, we have a big camping trip coming up. Um, you know, do the twins have to be at this extra practice? And you're like, yeah, they really kind of do. Um, what We canceled <laughs> our camping trip. I understand not every parent is like that. But if you, I feel like when I started to be more positive and I took that these people or that person out of my life that was always so negative, nothing got to me anymore. Like I do not care about the score sheet. I do not care if practices run late. Eh, it kind of sucks a little bit because it's late in the evening and I'm getting up so early and you know, we are competitions out of town and you know, things like that. I just, I just think if you start to be a little bit more positive and look at the upside of things, you won't complain less. Like, you know, if someone really is emailing you about the color of their bow, thank gosh I am not the person <laughs> they're emailing because I would tell them, you know what, take a hike. Like this, like you, whatever. Like when you go to American at our gym, our colors are red, white, and blue. So I'm sorry that that is offensive to you that <laughs> you don't like these colors. I don't know. And I'm not the perfect cheer mom like whatsoever. Like I say, I... I have things that might bug me a little bit. I talked to one person about those things and that that's it, you know, but this is not my profession. Like if you don't like it that bad and you have so many things to complain about it, you can go down the road to Susie's gym. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just think people like need to be more positive about things. Yeah. So that was my rant. Sorry. That was quite long, but it really just irritates me. Like, it really, truly irritates me when people, I, I don't know. That was from all the coaches in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you know, I don't and, even know, you know, like. And, and, I, and I will say this, because I don't want this to, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, which is why I went back and forth with doing this segment or not. Or saying, you know, I went back and forth to doing this particular segment or not. Because I don't want our parents to think that, I don't want our American cheer parents to think that all of them are like this. But I do get, again, we have 250 athletes, we have 500 parents. And an extended family, or mixed families, right? So stepdads, yeah. stepmoms, right? And all, all these things, right? So we have, so of the 500 something parents that we have, you know, there's always something, it's like a constant drip of, of someone's upset about something, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and after six years, it, it wears on you. It, I mean, it really does. Yeah. So, and you know, and 
there's the 411 rule, which means um, when you go eat at a good restaurant, you tell four of your 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 friends. When you eat at a bad mm-hmm. restaurant, you tell 11 of your friends, right? Yeah. And so, which means we talk more about the negative than we do about the positive. So I know mm-hmm. that if, so unfortunately, I know we have a lot of families who really enjoy our program and really en- and thoroughly enjoy our program. Unfortunately for me, the people who voice their opinion the loudest are the negative voices, right? Because I know for sure that we have so many families that that love the program, right? Um, but again, unfortunately for me, the voices I hear the loudest are, and the most frequent are the upset parents, right? And it's a constant, and I don't have that same drip of positivity necessarily, or the same frequency. Um, of those, hey, you guys are doing a great job. I just want to let you guys know you guys are doing a great job, right? And that's life, you know. And I actually thought about that when I heard about that 411 rule. I decided I wasn't going to post any negative comments on Yelp anymore. So I've only had like two negative <laughs> comments on Yelp because I realized, you know what? All my Yelp reviews are negative. So I started doing only positive reviews on Yelp. Um, you know, I go, yeah. you know what? Here we go. Your boy's about to be real. I'm about to pump up some businesses right now. So anyway. Um, and you know, like you said, you don't want everyone to like at our gym to think it. I mean, then there is out of the 250, you know, athletes, there's probably 10 of mm-hmm. them that their parents are just on it. But I will say this. It is not just, and which I know that you know this, but being on some of like the cheer mom pages, I see a lot of like, people complaining about x y and z and it 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 is definitely like all over the place and maybe it's like just like the crazy highly invested moms that are so used to everything going the way that they want Mm -hmm. it to go and life isn't just like that i mean i have realized being at you know at our gym i know the people the positive people that i want to surround myself with and i know the ones that are you know, a little bit negative Nellies and I will be cordial and be nice and say hi and talk to him for a little bit. But as soon as it, you know, starts to go negative, I'm, I'm out like, bye. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually, Oh, go ahead. I, 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 it just, it kind of stinks, you know, like I've said a bunch of times, I couldn't imagine being in, you know, your guys's position as coaches, director, manager, you know, you, you definitely take all of it and, that stinks that you don't hear more positive. So Nature you guys are doing a fabulous job. Thanks, B. I appreciate it. Uh, but it's funny that you said that. You're just like, you know, when I first um, went, you know, went prep to elite, surrounded myself with this particular group of cheer moms, and, and you know, you felt the negativity, which mm-hmm. literally brings us back to the quote of the week, which was, you know, the only you're going to be the same person five years from now. <clears throat> You'll be the same person five years from now, except for the people that you meet and the books that you read, right? And so you, I talked all, you know, very thoroughly on the the books that you read, and yeah. you just dove into the people that you meet because those two things really have an impact on the way that you. They really have an impact on the way that you see life, right? So, mm-hmm. anyway, um, but I heard this not too long ago. I've been thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, I think, um, 
you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm perfect in the sense that, so what happens, they say once a week, once a week, you should do something courageous. And once a week, you should be vulnerable. So here's me being vulnerable. What happens is you get these negative emails, right? And it's like, man, I'm doing a terrible job. I'm doing a terrible job at my job, right? And you just don't want to like interact with anyone. Like you you just don't want to interact with anyone, right? Um, And when there's less face-to-face interaction, and I know this for a fact, when there's less face-to-face interaction, people become not no longer human to you, right? They're just mm-hmm. someone on the other side of the email. And it's really easy to, to you know, it's, it's the era that the kids live in, right? Because they have let, or, or to lose empathy for you. That's what I was looking for, to lose empathy for you. Yeah. Because when you have real face-to-face interactions, you know, I heard this, um, some comedian said it and I, and I was like, oh, it's a good, you know, comment or a good like, um, example. And he's like, you know, the problem with kids right now is they text each other. And when, mm-hmm. before, when a kid said, Hey, you're fat. And they saw the other kid's face go, Wah. when they saw that they go, mm-hmm. Oh, that hurt their feelings. I won't say that anymore. Right. Um, the problem now is they text it. And they don't see the other person's emotions behind that. And so they don't have that. They haven't built up the same empathy that prior generations have. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it's it's the same exact thing. Um, Having a lack of face-to-face communication. Right. Empathy goes down. And when empathy goes down, you, you have a way less filter and you say whatever you want to say. Right. Which makes me not want to have, interactions which makes empathy go down which makes Mm -hmm. less filtered conversations which makes me not want to have interactions which makes empathy go down right it's a loop uh, feedback mechanism so but that being said it's time it's time for or anyway i didn't even get to say what i was going to say because i went off another tangent But someone had said, um, someone had said, don't forget to coach this side of the glass. And I was like, you're right. Don't forget to coach this side of the glass. And meaning the parent side of the glass, not just the the Mm -hmm. athlete side. But I was like, I got kids to coach right now. Um, (laughs) All these kids got COVID. (laughs) I gotta oh coach. Gosh. I gotta coach these kids right now. We're good. We're good right now, though. Um, but yeah. So, dude, we talked for a while. Um, yeah, we did. It, that's a typical thing for us. It is. It is very typical for us to do. So, um, here's one thing. I I remember we brought this up a while ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, do we should do a coaches tour? We just go through all the coaches in California and be like, yo, let's do this. So I've asked one coach, two coaches, three coaches to be on the podcast. We haven't set a date Mm -hmm. and it was very informal. It's like, Hey, you should come on the podcast one day. All right, cool. (laughs) 
and that was it, right? So um, I think we're going to try to do it. I think we're going to try to do the co- – it won't be like back-to-back, nothing but, you know, coaches. But, you know, maybe yeah. maybe once a month we'll get a coach on. And, That'd know, be a, cool. A, a coach here local in California, like someone like we know, and be like, hey, I know that program. Hey, I met their coach one yeah. time or, you know, whatever. I heard them on the podcast. So, oh, you said this. Uh, I don't want to uh, – where are you? Killed that horse, I guess. I don't need to beat it anymore. Okay, never mind. Well, maybe I'll bring it up in another podcast. So, anything anything else we got to talk about, B? No, maybe on in the future, just so you can have it in your mind. I would like to talk about that cheer sport, Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that that is, like, awesome. So, you know, maybe we could talk about that in the future. We have Vegas coming up this weekend, so – That'll be exciting. Um, and on the grind, I'm kind of sad that Vegas is this weekend because then that means we have like a break for like a month or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like want to be like more into competitions, even though we're kind of like wrapping it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Faux show, faux show. Um, yeah, Cheer Sport's a great event been there i've been there once with one of our program when we were at pcm we went once um so i, I like cheer sports cool uh yeah vegas this weekend and see the next weekend with our other teams sorry you won't be there a yep. little bit of break to kind of regroup and then we go to nashville dude i'm trying to i'm trying to kill it in nashville so anyway you know well, good luck to all the american teams this weekend um they won't hear this till next week so i hope everybody does a fabulous job and hits zero me too me too so anyway all right guys we'll wrap it up if you have questions for question of the week send them in don't forget i haven't said this in forever if you want to sponsor the show you can be you can donate to the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month that's the, that's not even enough to buy something at the dollar tree now dollar 25 tree now so <laughs> yeah. so you can do it for less than what you spend at the dollar tree um but yeah there's a link in the description you can click on that you can donate 99 cents a month if you'd like if we can you know get some new equipment you know we'd be sounding mic check we'd be sounding fresh in there so um yeah anyway like it subscribe share it's been real five six seven eight We're out. We're out. Hey, guys. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor. Hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 